This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass. So if you're listening, next week is not about the thing I was Exactly. I knew that you didn't know it! Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. Have you ever seen, is it She's All That? Have you ever seen that movie? She's All That. Does that have um, Rachel? I'm pretty sure it's with Freddie, the the legend, oh, you know. yes. Uh, the acting legend, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Of course. So today's episode is, we're going to She's All That, something in the planner. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where kind if you, of. If, if it, it's, it's that story where, you think this is the overlooked, not attractive, not cool, not in with the in uh-huh. crowd. But then she takes her glasses off and then she's just she's stunning. All that. She's a princess. Yeah. Right. And what we're going to be talking about today, mm-hmm. I've heard some people, maybe even myself, make jokes about this part of the planner. You, you open it up and you're like, what's this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the, give me my daily big three. Give me my ideal week. Mm-hmm. You know what people don't brag about very much? The index? Yeah. Well, yes, the index. <laughs> I don't know if we can cheese all that the index. Yeah, Just that's true. In full of transparency. I mean, maybe we can in a later episode. But today, we're going to talk about... That's a drum roll. Good job. You're supposed to announce after I do it. Oh, let's try it again. Okay. okay. So today, we are talking about... We are she's all thatting. Rolling quarters. (laughs) Rolling quarters. Yeah. I think it's the thing. You're right. People totally overlook it. We even have people in the Full Focus Planner community that like print out little calendar pages and paste them over the rolling quarters. And I think it's because they people just don't quite get it. Yeah, they don't know what it is. So if you're listening to this and you are brand new to using the Full Focus Planner or you just wanted to listen to a Focus podcast, you don't even use this Full Focus Planner that we're talking about, the issue that we're talking about, I think everyone can relate to. Yeah. Right? It's when stuff sneaks up on you. Deadlines that you totally forgot about in the future. Right. You know, when you say, oh, future me will take care of that. Right. I I always, future Blake, I'll put stuff on him and he's like, what are you doing? But I don't care because I'm like, future Blake will figure it out. And then all of a sudden, future Blake is me and I'm going, (laughs) what in the world, past Blake, were you thinking? You kind of hate past Blake. I know. He's well, the worst. What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, you these big things kind of sneak up on you. And then when you rush, you maybe like pull an all-nighter, you know, to like get it done. It's kind of terrible. You're like kind of embarrassed to go present it at the meeting the next day because you're like, this is literally like D minus. If I got a grade at work, this is just barely, you know, above the failing line. When we're in those moments, it feels like we don't have enough time. That's what the feeling is. Present Blake always thinks, oh, man, I'm, I, I don't have enough time for this, right? Right. But that's not actually the problem. The problem is a lack of visibility, that I didn't see it coming over the horizon. 
And that is why rolling quarters are so great. Yeah. So this is what we're talking about is kind of the mid-range view in your planning, not just weekly. You know, if you're doing a weekly preview, you're doing your daily pages, like you've kind of got that down. And then obviously we talk a lot about your annual planning and your goals. So you've got two levels there. What we're talking about today is kind of that mid-range in between that you need to kind of see, you know, what's coming on the horizon. Exactly. So today we're going to give you the three benefits for keeping a schedule of rolling quarters. Yeah. And at the end, you're going to know the things that are just around the corner or those big projects. So you don't show up and just feel terrible. That feeling of like you left your homework. I've got all the school references today, but like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if I had a dream about high school or something last night. Yeah. But, where you're, it's the test day. And I've yeah. had this dream where I'm, for me, I'm in college and I am realizing that I have not gone to one class the whole semester and then it's the final. The end. And you can't graduate? Yeah. I have that same exact dream. I kid you not all the time. Oh, that was actually just me in 2006. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. Actually happened. But I think everybody out there, you you know that like dread feeling of like you're just not presenting your best. You're just like, yeah, I can't get it all together. So you're going to be able to know what's just around the corner and you can relax and have that confidence um, to know that you're allocating your time well. That's right. And you, you can stop disliking your past self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll improve your personal Start morale. Right? Past Blake. Well, you, past whoever you are. <laughs> hey, faithful listener, you can also love past Blake as well. That's true. He needs it's a little okay. love. It's okay. But uh, you know who I like is past verbs. I love past verbs. And present verbs, in fact, who True. is here with us. Thank was, you, verbs. I was about to say past verbs was here last week during yeah. the last episode. So <laughs> present verbs has made his way into the room. Do you also have dreams about high school, college? Uh, high school, yes. Yes, I definitely. Um, you know, nothing too embarrassing. I, uh, I enjoyed my high school years. Man, so. verbs is just, he's a level above us, like, See, I, sh- I shouldn't have shared that. Our shouldn't subconscious is like... High school was terrible. Now, grade school, that's another situation. <laughs> so you guys are leaving some great reviews on iTunes, on the podcast. I'll share a review a little bit later. But first, just wanted to welcome and invite anyone who's listening new. Um, thank you for checking out Focus on this podcast. If you love the show, make sure you share it with your friends. Use the hashtag Focus on this podcast. Also, want to invite you to the Full Focus community right there on Facebook. Lots of happenings and conversations surrounding planner usage go on right there. And we invite you to get inside the group and join in. All you need to do is search right there in Facebook for Full Focus Planner Community and you'll be inside. Blake, Courtney. Blake, I think a lot of times when we get into crisis mode or like, you know, we're at the verge of a deadline or maybe there was like a trip that we totally forgot that we were going on and maybe we're in crisis mode with our family or friend you know there's all kinds of different ways that can look but a lot of times we default to thinking we have a time problem and I think today what we're going to try to to work through and and talk through these benefits is that it's really not a time problem it's actually a visibility problem it really is it's it's hard I think this is why people have huge calendars that take up an entire wall so they can just try to see a little further ahead. And sometimes it feels like I can't really get a grip on my major commitments beyond this month because that's what I can see on my computer screen. Mm -hmm. I can't get a grip on that unless I plaster a whole wall 
uh, of our office, you know, with that calendar. And the good news is that you don't have to redo your wallpaper at home, friends. <laughs> and if you use the full focus planner, sometimes people say, oh, like, I love this. I've, I've had people tell me this. I love this, but, you know, I, I plan my life sometimes more than three months in advance, Blake. So this really yeah. only gives me one quarter. What am I supposed to do? And what I tell them is, oh, well, there is this tool called the rolling quarters. And when I say rolling quarters, they roll their eyes. <laughs> and I'm saying, no, no, friends. Bring it, Call me Freddie Prince because we're about to she's all that rolling quarters. Yeah. So before we talk about the benefits of it, I actually think we should just take a second and explain what what do we mean when we say rolling quarters? So this is over audio. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're on the treadmill right now. Just as a point of reference, if you aren't aware, there are tutorial videos where arguably the most handsome guy at Michael Hyatt and Company is. <laughs> I mean, Verbs, are you hearing this? This guy, he's. he's I said arguably. <laughs> I said argu we know that Verbs is the most handsome. I'm saying, could you make the argument? Maybe you could. So it's not verbs, but somebody else in the company is delivering uh, really articulate, beautiful tutorial videos. And there's a two minute explainer video on how to use rolling quarters, what they are and how they work in the planner. So uh, bookmark that. And when you're at a computer screen and or, you know, can pull up your iPad, fire that tutorial video up if you want to learn. But for now, just know that the rolling quarters pages are designed like this. Each page is numbered down one through 31, and there's three columns across the page. So in one page, you can actually see every day of the month for three months or for one quarter. And then on the next page, you see another three months with, again, all days of each of those months. And so there's space in those pages to write down your major commitments you know, you're not writing down to-dos in the rolling quarters, right? <laughs> no, that would be really, really aggressive. You, you've got yours open. What kinds of stuff do you write down in a rolling quarters page? Yeah, so I have um, a trip that's coming up um, in, you know, May that I'm looking at. So Ooh, I, Where are you going? Oh, that's in Colorado. It's going to nice. be pretty nice. Um, I also have some birthdays. I've got um, – I find a lot of times that because I'm planning promotional things, I always go look up like Easter, like when that is. Like that's something I keep on my rolling quarter That's actually day. really smart. Yeah, it's really helpful. Um, I also have just some bigger work projects that I know are going to be coming up that I don't want to lose sight of. Exactly. So if you do use the planner, look at the rolling quarters page, reference the tutorial video if you have to for how – explicitly to to go through it. Yeah, and if you want to know how to get that video, it's at fullfocusplanner.com slash start. Thank you, Courtney. So we have three benefits specifically of using those pages. And really, it's just the three benefits if you don't use the planner. You know, this is just about what are the benefits of having a clear, visible system where you can see beyond just one month at a time. Yeah. And I also want to say, I think we are so programmed to think about a calendar view one way. You know, like we've trained our whole lives. We can yes. only see it. So I think that's why some people have a hard time, you know, understanding how rolling quarters can work. Once you get used to it, it's like, wow, I can see so much of what's coming. And just like you said, like one page, literally half a year. So let's get to these three benefits that are going to totally change the way you see rolling quarters. Benefit number one is rolling quarters keep you 
from being surprised by deadlines. Yeah, we've talked about this already a little bit. Is that you know if deadlines keep sneaking up on you, or you know you find yourself right before a big project is due, trying to like you know at the very last second pull out your best work, or if you find yourself you know just like procrastinating, you know like oh, I don't see it, so I know I can pretend like it doesn't exist out there. Yeah, sometimes our big commitments, like a big project like that, takes multiple steps, but we don't necessarily think about that in advance when we just have that deadline circled or that occasion circled. You know, you mentioned a birthday. Let's say it was a big, you know, this has happened to me where I've lost sight of, you know, I I can remember thinking about big birthdays or, you know, maybe it's an anniversary of my parents or something. And I'm like, oh, you know what would be amazing is to organize something special for that. And then, if that happens to fall on like the fifth day of the month after, you know, a new quarter. Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden it's too late to plan anything really that special. And and I feel bad, right? Because that deadline snuck up on me. I didn't have visibility. Whereas in rolling quarters, you can actually see up to six months. Three to six months right at a glance. Yeah, it's really what it is, is just a future view that's really simplified down for you. So And again, we've talked about you really want your key projects, you know, maybe travel things that you're doing. These are your important commitments that go on this calendar. Again, not every task. Yeah. And if you want to make this your own, I know Larry, uh, who is actually a content writer for our podcast. If you ever thought, man, these guys are smart. Really, (laughs) that's true. We are. But actually, the real genius behind the game is Larry. And, And what Larry does is he actually color codes. Have you seen his planner? Oh, it's impressive. It is. So you can get creative with this. So at a glance, you can even just associate colors with different types of life domains in those commitments in rolling quarters. Yeah. And in the end, it's going to ensure that you stay on schedule. You always know what's coming. You're not going to slip into crisis mode, uh, which is really the goal. Like that crisis mode, nobody likes that. You feel like you've got, you just don't have control when you're in crisis mode. Um, And in the end, the quality is going to go up. You know, when you present that big presentation, you're going to feel like I did my best work because I didn't do it in crisis mode. Exactly. So first benefit, rolling quarters, it keeps you from being surprised by deadlines. The second benefit is rolling quarters keep you from accepting low leverage commitments. So I used to be a wedding DJ. Did you know that? Really? I would expect it in verbs. Not, I'm... I'm not verbs level DJ. Okay. I didn't, I never claimed that. I didn't have like a website or a business card. It was just something that, you know, I DJed one friend's party and then a wedding is a favor. And then it just sort of, you know, snowballed, snowballed, you know, it, it swept the nation for a few years in there. <laughs> You're playing Vegas. Uh, well, what, hold on. I think this is important. What was your DJ name? I didn't have it. See, I didn't even get that far down the path. I was never like, Oh, I'm DJ. Blah. Like I was not into that. My feeling, the, the kind of DJing that I did was, it was all about the vibe. It was yeah. about me, but a lot of people, they needed an MC or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I don't do any cool tricks. I play the songs that you love. And guess what? They sound like the songs that you love. There's not like, zuka, zuka, buka, duka, duka, <laughs> but, okay, hold on one second. I want you to finish the story, but Verbs, did you, <laughs> Verbs, did you ever DJ? That was what I always wanted to do. I had friends that did it. 
But uh, I never got to the point of putting in the mm. practice to actually do what Blake is talking about and making all the scratching sounds and all that. So did you, but did you have a DJ name that you aspired to? I did not. Okay. I did not. Man. He's a pretty cool name already. That is true. He already had, or was his rapper moniker, but Verbs, we could be the Daft Punk of Michael Hyatt and company if we wanted to. We'll put on a robot outfit or something and us two, we could do a tandem DJ. You might be on to something. You might be on to something on that one. <laughs> okay. Next conference. We'll so, so why am I talking about being a wedding DJ? Well, the second benefit, as Courtney mentioned, is that rolling quarters helps you not accept low leverage commitments. So this is, I would often, you know, as I was kind of fading out a really need for kind of the extra side hustle cash of DJing weddings or things like that, I would still get asked, hey, could you DJ our wedding or something? And someone would ask me in like November or December, like when they got engaged, oh, it's in July, you know, 6th or something like that. And I'd be like, July 6th, that date doesn't even exist. Like, I can't even imagine the human I'll be in July 6th. Sure, I'll do it. I'll never, July's never going to come. Remember when you thought 2020 was just a made up year? How is it 2020? It just sounds like a science fiction novel. So I put that off on future Blake. And then guess what happens on June 28th? Oh my gosh, I have to DJ a wedding (laughs) next weekend. And all, you know, and my family is doing a big vacation over the 4th of July weekend and I can't go. Yeah. Right. Ask Blake, man. And it's just, oh, why did I commit to doing this? Why did I commit to? I think that for weeks leading up to it, because now that it's coming up closer, Mm -hmm. I realize how low leverage it actually was. How much, you know, I would so much rather be with my family on a fun trip on this holiday weekend versus. DJing a stranger's wedding. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cupid shuffle anyone? No. Okay. Question here, though. This is good. How would you determine, you know, if you're looking at six months ahead, anything that's on your plate already to where you're writing these down in the rolling quarters? I mean, six months from now may adjust in its level of importance. So like, how do you determine what low leverage activities are now versus what they might be, you know, four six months, months down ago. the road, four months ago? Or six months ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good question, but I think from the get-go, you've got to kind of have a filter to look at, okay, how am, how am I going to decide whether or not this is low leverage or not? And the first filter, and we've talked a lot about this, is your goals. Um, you know, I don't know if your goal that year, Blake, was to become the best DJ. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I, I don't think I set any goals, which is why I drifted into a stranger's wedding. And I mean, gosh, I did, the, when when the cousin, you know, takes over. Hey, can I see what, you know, can we play this song? And then all of a sudden I just, no, it's no good. Yeah. Well, so if you would have had goals at that time, that would have been your first filter to run through. (laughs) We know that it probably wouldn't have been one of your goals and you would have been able to say like, Hey, this doesn't meet the criteria um, to be high leverage for me. And the second filter is your calendar. I think being able, if you have some of the most important things already on your calendar, like that trip that you referenced with your family, you know, hey, this actually is not going to work. It's not high leverage. The highest leverage thing would be for me to go on vacation with my family. Um, so I think using those two things really helps you determine ahead of time. So are you suggesting another calendar that does more of an annual calendar that you refer to before you actually fill in your rolling quarters pages? So actually what I'm saying is that it, the rolling quarter becomes that second filter uh-huh. after your goals. So first step is, hey, to know if this is high leverage or not, Look at your goals. The second place is to look at your rolling quarters. 
that becomes the calendar. The calendar. The, the DeLorean. Calendar. <laughs> Thanos' glove, the Infinity Stone. That's exactly see that for. All right. Yes. Good. Yeah. So this will pay off in a couple of ways. One, it's going to preserve your margin. I think this is why we find ourselves feeling, I'm too busy, I don't have enough time. And really, it's just a lack of visibility. Because if we could have looked ahead earlier, had a clearer view, <laughs> that's the thing about the rolling quarters. When you see all of those, if you see a lot of things stacked on top of each other, you, you, you can stop and go, wait a second, I'm going to run out of margin here. So it yeah. will preserve your margin, and it's going to help keep you focused. When you have visibility, we've talked about the power of just the visibility of goals in an earlier episode. If you can just keep your goals in front of you, that makes you more productive, more focused towards those. And the rolling quarters is a companion, a supporting companion to that so that you don't drift into commitments that you really shouldn't be drifting towards. Yeah, so again, the second benefit is rolling quarters keep you from accepting low leverage commitments. All right, the third benefit is rolling quarters boost your productivity. So crisis mode, shockingly, it's not very productive. You know, having a low level of anxiety of, do I have enough time for this? Or what's coming over the bend? That's not productive. That that saps your energy. It, it, it depreciates your emotional state. And it keeps you under this stress, this feeling of, you're always behind and you can't just crush or achieve that wow effect on the things that you really care about. Yeah, when I think when we have visibility into like what's coming, we're able to plan more effectively. We're able to have that confidence that we know, you know, like we're working on a timeline. We know we have the margin to do really good, excellent work. And at the end of the day, your productivity and the quality improve. You feel better, less stressed, you get better work done, and you get it done faster because that stress just kind of slows you down. That's right. So rolling quarters, as you can see, are the most beautiful gal you should take to your achievement prom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's all that. I really cannot remember her name. Isn't it? We need to look this up. I know. It, we'll Ra- think it- I really thought it was Rachel something. It's like a three name name. There are so many people in their car right now shouting the name I know. to no one. They're and they're so, so upset with us right now. Uh, so, right. If big deadlines keep sneaking up on you, if you wish you could hold in view three or six months at a time without plastering a calendar all over your wall, this is for you. You need to start using rolling quarters. What What are you saying? Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was three names. <laughs> and that it was Rachel. I literally had her first name. I just Does that give me any bonus points? Okay, now everyone's shouting, stay focused. That's what they're so shouting now. True. Yeah, stay focused. <laughs> so if you're always in crisis mode, rolling quarters are going to help you out. What are those three benefits, Courtney? Run them through for us. Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Benefit one is rolling quarters keep you from being surprised by deadlines. Benefit two is rolling quarters keep you from accepting low leverage commitments. And benefit three, rolling quarters boost your productivity. That's right. You're always going to know what's around the corner and you can relax. You can release that anxiety that maybe you've got too much on your plate upcoming this year. 
Yeah. And if you feel like you've had that like mental block of like, I just don't understand this page, you know, I don't get it. I just want you to take the She's All That Challenge <laughs> <laughs> and just lay it out, put some stuff on there, see how it feels, how it works for you. I really, I feel like just because of the way we visualize calendars, it's kind of, it takes you a second, but once you do it, it, it really works really well. It's simple, but effective. That's right. So if you need a point of reference, again, go to fullfocusplanner.com slash start and check out the tutorial video about rolling quarters. Guys, I know you're aware of this. We have some fantastic listeners who stay engaged. And I would actually like to see anybody who may just now be deciding that they want to use these rolling quarters. Uh, Post your progress inside the Full Focus Planner community. Again, just uh, search Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook and you will be inside the mix. Thank you to everyone who's been taking some time out and reviewing the focus on this podcast in iTunes. Uh, We have quite a few reviews sitting in there and I wanted to take just a moment to read one. This one comes from Plumber Tim. Tim says, I've been using the Michael Hyatt system for a couple of years with some success as well as some failure. Listening to focus on this. Digging into the why has been game changing to make sure I am writing down my whys. We appreciate you, Tim, for taking time to review the podcast. If you haven't had a chance to do that yet, please make your way into iTunes. Tell us what you think about the show. We read reviews all the time and would love to read yours on the air. And we have a caller coming up next. So let's get to them right now. Hello. Hi, is this Mira? Yes, speaking. Hi, Mira. It's Courtney and Blake from Focus on This. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Where are you calling from? Um, so I'm calling from Leicester in the UK. Oh, sounds lovely. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Leicester. It's like about two hours away from London um, and famous for, uh, for its football team. <laughs> oh, nice. You know, in the US, we're not always as um, knowledgeable about football as we should be. <laughs> No, it's okay. I, I'm not a football fan at all. It's just when I go abroad sometimes, nobody knows where Leicester is, and then I have to casually just drop that in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mira, did you have a question you wanted to ask us? But I was wondering if um, you guys or do you know anyone that uses the planner to help track finances or make them a bit more manageable? Is that something that you ever come across? Using the planner for t- to help with finances? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I use the weekly preview. So there's a section in there that's the list sweep. And we give some suggestions. Hey, your task manager, your calendar. Well, the weekly preview is this installed time on my schedule every week to review my life and preview the next week. And something that I have stacked on that is that's when I look at my budget. That's when I look at my family's cash flow are there things we got to pay for this week? What's in the bank? I I just make that a part of my weekly preview. So there's not necessarily a part of the planner that, hey, this is the financial part of it, but sometimes finances are going to have to show up in your weekly big three, you know, or they're going to show up in your daily big three in some capacity. So for me, I, it's hard to set multiple appointments for big review time, at least for me during my week. So while I'm in that zone, the weekly preview zone, I just hack on time. Typically, I'll do it during that list sweep part to take note. You know, I kind of have a checklist of, okay, check out the budget, check out, you know, cash coming in, cash coming out. And do I need to make any notes that should belong in that task list below that to take care of the finances? 
That's really good okay. advice. Like, I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I would do. I, I would just, you know, try to install that uh, as a part of the review process because then, you know, think of it this way rather than, and you're only 29 days in, so give yourself some grace here. But, you know, it can be challenging to say, hey, I'm going to schedule an hour, hour and a half every week, a standing meeting for my weekly preview. Don't make it harder on yourself and try to schedule another time to do finances. Just roll that into it. And I think you'll find that batching those tasks can uh, just make, I mean, I don't know about you, Mira. I, I don't like doing finance stuff. I think oh, yeah, it's the worst. When I, can af- <laughs> when, I mean, when I can afford it, and, and you as well, like you're an independent contractor doing weddings and that sort of thing. Like when I can afford it, even though I'm I'm not, I, I'm thinking, man, I want to hire someone just to like take care of all that stuff because I, I just don't like it. Yeah. I, I will say the other place that you might could slot that or look at is actually putting it as part of your workday shutdown. You know, if it's like mm-hmm. business related finances, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's like, hey, I'm going to spend, you know, a smaller chunk every day to kind of maintenance it if you didn't want to do a big block at, you know, as part of your weekly preview. Yeah, no, that would also work. Um, both kind of great uh, pieces of advice. So thank you. I'll kind of play around with it and see what works. Awesome. Well, excited to hear how that works for you. And thanks for being on the call with us today. Thank you so much. Lovely speaking with you both. You too. Thanks, Mira. Take care, Mira. All right, Courtney, any final thought before we go? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is what is Freddie Prince Jr. up to these days? Mm, Somebody Google search that and then post an article I'll, I'll let Marissa know to approve it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the full focus planner community. Yeah. So I think again, for everybody out there, I mentioned this earlier, but I think, you know, take the, I'm going to, I'm going to go with it. I, we're all in on this. She's all that. Do you think Freddie reference. Prince uses a full focus planner? I think 1000%. Could we get him one? Is there any? Actually, let's hold that until we know what he's up to now. And okay. then we could say if he's high achieving these days, then yes, okay. he's for sure part of the, the community. Probably as a pseudonym, we don't know. Um, probably Frank Smith. If he's in the community, that's probably Frank Okay, I'm Prince. doing a quick search on Freddie Prince and just to be safe, Frank Smith as well. Thank you. Yeah, so I think take the shoes all that rolling quarters challenge. You know, try it out. Again, it's different. We've learned how to use calendars one way. This is going to give you a really great view of half the year at one time. It's really incredible if you really start to utilize it. And again, make it your own, you know, get creative. Even if it's like something simple, like you want to remember people's birthdays or holidays, big travel, you know, it can kind of be unique to how you want to use the section of the planner. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Focus on This podcast. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. We super proved that today as we were Google searching Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> but please, if you are enjoying it, if it's helping you out, share it with your friends and use the hashtag focus on this podcast. Okay. Next week. No joke. I am so excited about what we're talking about. We get a lot of questions about it. I almost want to like not tell people. I'm not going to tell them. It's literally that good. It's the thing that really helps me have boundaries between work and home. Bossmomthoughts.com with yeah. Courtney Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned next week. We will see you on Monday. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused.
Stay, Stay focused. focused. Mm. No, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay, Stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass.